Hi, Chris. Hi, Gwen. Hi, do you remember me? It's been so long. I, I Vaguely, you did something about a flood. There's something to do with you in a flood. Just, That's what I remember. It was like, God, you know, remember in the long ago, back when we were like recording streaming and stuff? Oh, it was crazy. That was so long. There, there was this, there was this. Oh, wait, wait. It was called, it was called a podcast. That's we used it. to do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. There was this woman called Gwen. She was going to Goodica and something I was, was going to i was going to what Goodica. oh yeah Goodica. yeah and she, the jeeds yeah the jeeds yeah <laughs> she was gonna there was gonna be there was all sorts of things happening at the jeeds and i wanted to learn about it but then i went to work on another event and th- there was a big span of time between these things so yeah yeah it's been a big three weeks man yeah so what what Dude, the G- what was the Jeeds? What went down? This is GDC, by the way, Man, which is being was... hilarious. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, we're real funny over here. Uh, GDC was great. I had a great time. I apparently am the only person in the world that had a great time, according to Twitter. Yeah, fuck. Which implies... I... Jesus. Okay, just to before we launch into everything that happened to you. So the framing thing seems to be everyone hated GDC, and now <laughs> they're going PAX East, and they're really sad about it. <laughs> no one yeah. wants to be there. <laughs> Well, it's like I'm in Boston anyways, so this is PAX East is usually my fun time where it's like, oh, people come to me and then we, you know, like I don't have to do anything this year. So I just get to like people doing their booth stuff and I'll hang out with them and have beer afterwards and I get to meet all these developers. But instead, everybody's like in a real bad mood. Yeah. Because because, like there's a lot of people that went to DICE in L.A. and then went took two weeks in California and then went right to GDC. uh, And now it's like. And I understand if you're showing a game right now with all these events, it's got to be a real drag. Yeah. To be to have yet another event between Dice, South by Southwest, GDC, and now this. Um, and isn't it like yeah, super I, cold in Boston again? Yeah, it seems to snow in April only like during PAX. That's like our shit. Yeah. The weather it just does not cooperate with PAX East <laughs> at all. I, I saw don't know what the deal is. Like three separate pictures from three separate developers, like from different angles. Of, of like oh i'm so glad i'm in <laughs> boston and all these pictures of like fog and like sadness and they'd already previously tweeted stuff about like fuck i don't want to go to patsy <laughs> um <laughs> gdc then gwen the what was the gwen fry experience what went down how did your panels go i only saw like because we haven't really even spoken properly since then like i think i, I just saw people talking about stuff so what went down <laughs> yeah Oh man, it was great. I uh, like I I didn't get to see half the people I wanted to see, and the people I did see, I didn't see half as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. It's so fast. That week was like a blur. Um, I literally like I've reached a point now where I have to divide the week. Like Monday and Tuesday, I only hang out with animators, and then I don't see them again until Friday <laughs> night. Refuse like, to talk to anyone else. No, you're not an animator. Go away. Like, but Gwen. <laughs> Well, it's like, because the, the animation boot camp is Monday, and I'm a part of that, right? And then we, I organized the after party for the speakers, which is like a party for about 60 people. Oh, so damn. I kind of got to be there. So like all of Monday is, is like just me and the animators. And then Tuesday is the same thing again on Twitch. So Tuesday is again, all in that, like, I am the, oh my God. Okay. So I did two talks on Monday. Mm-hmm. How um, did they go? Tell me about them. The panel I ran was good. I think the Tricks of the Trade was pretty good. Um, I like the speaker lineup. We definitely had a... a I, I like to get a variety of voices, meaning, um, like, 
some people in 2D, some people in 3D, some people who are experts. Uh, you always want to get one, like, breaking into the industry one. I think we got a good spread. Nice. I really like Benson's Chaka. Um, Benson's kind of technical, like me, but he's in the Unity side instead of the Unreal side. For Ooh. whatever tech animation they have in Unity, which is not much. But, you know, he makes do. And he does his talk was great. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I In general, I, I like the tricks of the trade panel a lot. The only thing I like more than that is the Microtalks, which I also did. Ooh. That was super fun. How oh, did it go? God. Tell me all about it. I, I saw tweets, but I, I that's all I know. I saw tweets yeah, and was... give me the deets. Huh? Hey, I was, I'm doing I... finger guns. I'm so happy with that one. <laughs> okay. The um <laughs> we can't see your finger guns, man. This is an audio thing. But the uh Damn. the deets. The deets would be that um Yeah, so I I was working on a trailer for Kine, yes. uh, kind of on the sly, and I dropped that at the end of the animation boot camp as part of my micro talk, yeah. which I was planning to do. And that's why all this time I've been like, I gotta work on my micro talk. What that really means is I gotta work on this fucking trailer, man. How did it go? <laughs> just, how, how did it, it go well. down? Yeah. I think it went well. Yeah. I think it went well. I don't know. I, I saw some I tweets. Well. People, people seem pretty jazzed. Yeah. From yeah, what I, mean, I saw, I, I don't, I don't jazzed. know. That's good. Good pun, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm here all day. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I think it would. I, I don't know. I had a goddamn blast. I know that much. I uh, I definitely. So the plan was I was going to get on stage and I was going to give this like little talk and then I was going to tweet out uh, the trailer and I was going to drop it live on stage. Like I was going to set it live on YouTube and tweet it out while I was on stage hiding behind the podium while the trailer was showing. Oh, which shit. Which meant, like, I had a 48-second window to, yeah. like, do it. But there was no Wi-Fi in the Moscone <laughs> Center, so I had to, like, phone a friend and be like, all right, here's what I need you to do. And give him my login information and have somebody else remotely uh, drop it. And I was like, all right, in exactly three minutes. God damn. You got I need team, you to make this Gwen. live and tweet it out. Yeah. But uh, it, it worked. Like, it, it worked pretty well. I basically showed the trailer and I was like, you're my only marketing plan, retweet it. And that kind of, I think it worked. I don't know. Went good. Uh, yeah, and that was super fun. And then I um, raced off to set off the party. I don't know, man. The whole week was such a blur. Yeah, no, it was it was a good day. It was a good day. And that was just Monday, right? Like, so far, that was day one. Damn. What happened day two, Tuesday? Gwen wakes uh, up. That, what next? That was the Twitch event, Animation Exchange. I watched that. It seemed to go yeah. really well. I, I think it went well. Yeah, we're getting better each year. I think this is the thing that... This is more fun than GDC. Mm. You get... You have to keep in mind, there was something like 60 or 70 animators all top of their field, hanging out, like, waiting for our turn to speak in the back rooms. I got to open up somebody's laptop and see what they're working on, and like... We get to swap stories and it, like, this is, it's, when you hear those stories about how like, yeah, I was at a bar and I, I managed to hear this or that off of this, I managed to meet, you know, like a contemporary in my field and, and we had this moment, this is forced because you have literally, we have collected the 60 to 70 best animators in the industry to speak and give interviews and we're all hanging out all day backstage right <laughs> yeah so it's just amazing it is such an amazing experience it's so it i yeah this is what it should be and then when you actually give your talk you're streaming it live to the world mm -hmm. 
uh, for free, which feels good, and and your audience is bigger, and I, I it went so well. I'm in talks with some of the people from the um, effects boot camp and the art director boot camp, and we're thinking about like making Twitch talks a legit thing, like a big combo like event kind of thing, or yeah like maybe mondays animators tuesdays the art directors or 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 sorry maybe mondays the art directors tuesdays the animators maybe we can figure something out because i i honestly think this is this is the what it what it should be like this is what gdc should be this feels so good i don't know if this is what gdc should be but this is a thing that should exist and it's amazing and i love it this is the thing you want to do and it's it seemed to go well i think there was like a thousand or something people watching when i went on when i was watching it yeah, some of the segments had more people, and it. And the thing is, we take this so much less seriously than GDC too. It's such a slapstick, fun kind of an event versus yeah. GDC. Whereas if we took this seriously, if we had, if we took the talks we were gonna give at GDC and gave them on this Twitch thing instead, I th- I think that would be, uh, the like better than gdc like i think they would that would be good we should do that well um, you would immediately have a bigger audience than you do at gdc right i don't know how many people fit audience, in the room but it would be less specialized there is a reality that when people show up for gdc and they pay that money and they travel there they're there because they want to be there and these are the people who are very much the um like you don't shell out that money and go to San Francisco to go to the animation boot camp unless you're an animator. Yeah. Whereas some of the people on Twitch are like, I don't know, this is on the front page. My name's Bob. Like, <laughs> so it, it's a different crowd for sure. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. That's not to say it it couldn't be. Um, Everyone I, I, in the chat seemed to be people. Like there was no one just going like, "Fuck is this?" They they all seemed to be aware of what was going down if they were saying anything. Yeah, that's, we did have, um, and we are growing. Like a lot of the people that gave us feedback said that they had watched the one from last year as well. That's awesome. So I, I think it is cool. Um, and oh my God, we, I, okay. So this was maybe, (laughs) this was maybe one of the, the, the mistakes we made because we, um, I was very wrapped up in my prep for GDC and I didn't do much to prep for, um, the, the Twitch stream. And what I do for Twitch is I usually do, like, the comedy bit at the end. Yeah, the sit around looking at someone else's animations thing. Yeah, we usually sit around, we look at silly animations that, or or things that have happened in the industry, the animation things that have happened over the year, and we drink beer and we talk about it. Mm. But this year, uh, Twitch did an animation jam, like a 48-hour animation jam, and all these... I didn't expect... None of us expected many entries at all but we had like over 60 entries oh jesus o- over 60 teams got together and made uh animations in the course of 48 hours they had to make a an idol a run a walk and a uh what was it an attack yeah um ranging between 2d and 3d i didn't expect that at all oh, so you had like, to go for all 60 it wasn't just that um that that wasn't the problem that was actually amazing i couldn't believe like we basically backstage me and all the animators were just looking at this student work just like our jaws dropping with some of the stuff that people accomplished in 48 hours it was Mm. incredible uh and the uh the problem was that we were reviewing it as part of my segment like the segment where we drink and look at silly dumb shit yeah so now i mean i guess you don't just want to be silly and dumb when it's like a student who's put in two days solid of work being like can you there tell me this... if it's any good or not? And you're like, mm. I'm drunk. Oh, God. 
Man, in hindsight, that was the stupidest idea. Like, that was such a total mismatch. But I wish uh, next year we're going to split it out. I yeah, think we're going to do go. the animation jam next year. Yeah, this was. I, I feel bad. I feel like we didn't do right by the students that worked so hard. Like, I feel legitimately bad about that. And we didn't really get any complaints. We did get feedback from two or three people that were kind of like. I, one person's like, I'm a professor. I told my students about this and you guys didn't take it very professionally. And I'm like, oh, shit, man, you're right. I'm sorry. Oh, that's not what this was. I didn't know we were going to do this. I was unaware. So I think we're going to do two things next year. We're going to do um, the animation jam. We're going to review that. And then we're going to go back to doing like dumb butter dance. <laughs> like the, the dumb drunk animator review yeah, thing at the yeah. end. Yeah, that, that, those are separate events. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think we just have to. The uh Yeah. But man, that that's that was incredible. Just seeing the outpouring from the animation community um for that animation jam was like mind blowing. It was the whole week was mind blowing. Like it was great. I had a great week, man. GDC though, it sounds like it went well. Yeah, it sounds like Meow Wolf went well too. Yeah, uh well, it was like like I said, we had this is the biggest Okay, so let me lay the groundwork, because I don't know if we even talked about this. So what it was, it was an event called Score Wars, which was set up by uh, a bunch of people at Meow Wolf, one of the main people being Dose One, who uh, he's kind of set the whole thing up, and the idea was all these Gallagher champions that set high scores and world records in the 80s and uh, mid to early 90s uh, came in, We've made it's Gwen. This is the most effort I think XSplit as a production company has gone to ever. Like uh, that's good. It was the production so level. So far, so far, the production level was insane. So first of all, there was a guy that had gone to so much effort to get all these arcade cabinets because uh, it was real arcade cabinets we were using because it had to be for world records. Right. Real, arcade, real arcade cabinets all made to perfect like their brand new specs the only difference being that he managed to get a system where these really old arcade cabinets could be captured to uh, I think it was like 25 no 30 of these little recorders that had screens on them it looked amazing the company that made them like got super excited and were like contacting me because I tweeted a picture of them apparently this is not their usual use case there were these little yeah. monitors that are normally put on top of cameras that have hard drives in them uh so we had terabyte hard drives in them and they were recording every single cabinet as well as having a backup so they it's being recorded twice this all necessary for the verification of records like so if someone breaks a world record there was a company there a guy representing a company called twin galaxies that re report to Guinness, like, for world records. So before and after a world record attempt, you have to open up this arcade cabinet. This dude has to verify that it's all cool and not been fucked with. And <laughs> the player also has to go, yes, I'm happy with this. And that has to be filmed, them saying... Goddamn. Yeah, them saying, yes, I'm okay with this. We're also recording it twice, and then they do their world record attempt. We had, I think, four computers doing things at any one time like just for because we also streamed this event as yes. well so were you you were streaming were you streaming just um 
directly from the cabinets or were you filming we, people playing? We were stuff? filming people playing. We had interviews going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we were capturing the cabinets and all of this had fancy graphic overlays over the top of it. And it looked good. Like this nice. was, again, this was like, what is the 100% best way we can do this? And this was it. And we'd gone through a lot of effort, like working with Twitch uh, over the course of the last like three months, going back and forth with them to make sure we were on the front page. Is a, bit, a lot of work. We just had to have meetings and do a lot of shit. But it got to the point where we were, the first time you went on Twitch, the minute the website loaded up, the first thing you saw was us at certain points over the two days. Which led... Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But all of that had to be set up and coordinated and with meetings and all of this shit. And yeah, we had a production crew of about seven people. Uh, at any one time, there was like, hang on, let me think. There was five people actively doing anything on production at any one time. This is excluding the people on the floor that would be reporting via walkie-talkies if anything was happening. Like, oh, this guy's doing a world record attempt right now. It's like, shit, okay, we'll cut to that. We'll do this. Let the hosts mm-hmm. know that this is happening. Yeah. And so there was all of that shit going on. So what was your part? Were you one of the hosts or were you like backstage determining what to cut between? I was one of the hosts. On the actual day, I was one of the hosts. I was involved with the planning of it. Mm -hmm. So like working on the schedule for it and just being in meetings and all that stuff. Yeah. And deciding, helping Dose One with general overview stuff because he'd never done this sort of scheduling before and obviously I'd done that for PAX East the show we did and stuff like that so I was like oh I can help with that yeah of course dude this sounds super cool man it was like it honestly it we again we then had no real idea of how well this was going to do so the event went over four days but we only streamed two so there was world record attempts happening on the Thursday and Friday and the qualifiers for this tournament also happening on Thursday and Friday. So one guy, there was one guy who was trying to get the world record on a game called Nibbler. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. It's like Snake. No. I hadn't heard of it either, but it's an old school arcade game that basically looks like Snake. There was two dudes that ended up competing on this and one dude got to a billion points and it took him 38 hours. Solid. Shit. yeah what did um, he like pee in a bucket like how did he you, there are tactics <laughs> you can you can kind of park the snake in a corner run to the bathroom and come back oh my god wow All did this... he take a nap nope 38 hours solid what? yeah and he got to Holy a billion shit. and he didn't even beat the world record there was a gentleman's agreement between him and a guy called tim mcveigh who was the guy who holds the record who was also competing he had to stop early but they both compete and he was like okay i'm not gonna go for the record but i want to hit because his was like a billion five hundred and something which they figured would take about 50 hours to get to holy shit yeah and there was a gentleman's agreement though between the two of them that he was like if i get to a billion i'm not gonna break your record i've just never beaten a billion myself so i want to get there and that took him 38 hours and he did it and wow, we man we streamed that to the xsplit channel the night before because people wanted to watch it and we were like okay well we'll stream it there 
and there are about 50 people watching this, which was unannounced stream on a channel that doesn't have a ton of followers and stuff like that. And we were like, huh, okay. So there's 50 people. Well, that's, that's insane, though. You're basically watching somebody do something kind of a little bit insane. Uh, there was yeah. no advertisement for this, though. This was another part. We worked with a PR company who were going to, that we've worked with before, but we're going to lots of efforts to make sure people knew this stream was going to happen. There was lots of things done to make sure people were going to watch this, but we still had zero metric for it happening. Then mm. uh, on the day we go live, it kicks off of about 40 or 50 people watching it. We're like, huh. And then you can look at this graph that I can look at <laughs> with all the stats on it, where it kicks into you're on the front page now. And it went from that, like about 50 to about 1,500, and then just up and up and up and up and up. And yeah. it would average out at about three to four hundred when we weren't on the front page, which was really good. We felt was really good. Then on the Sunday, we had the actual finals and we peaked at about six thousand people watching it, which felt insane. Like, <laughs> like for us, this was definitely the biggest production we've ever done and also the most successful production we've ever done. And we, at the end, we were like, wow, all it takes is loads of work. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> All it takes is months and months of multiple people going with a lot of effort. And you can do these things. But um That's really cool content. Like that's that's legit it's basically TV. Dude, it was uh, Yeah, that was the thing. People would our little production room became an attraction for people being shown around. Occasionally people would stick their head in, they'd be like, So this is the production room. Like I said, the people that made these little uh boxes that were recording the cabinets retweeted a photo i took of them because there's there's like 30 of them on a table all hooked up all right all capturing different cabinets and right. capturing the backups and like they were messaging me like do you mind if we use this photograph like on instagram and facebook and tagging in other people make sure you post this to here and i was like okay because for them See, the it was such shit. a mad use case they were like oh my god like you're, you're using it in such a crazy way and we're like yeah the production guy just sort of hacked it together it works pretty well yeah, you you always want to find out the people who you're like when you're accidentally promoting their work and let them know. Yeah, you know? like that the things like thing that is, though, all the time. I didn't even tag them in it. Like I just tweeted this photo, and then a guy, somebody else yeah. retweeted and tagged it. Yeah, yeah. A guy retweeted it, and then someone else from IGN tagged them in it. I was like, look at this craziness, and yeah, that's where it all <laughs> happened. But, Holy um, shit, what an amazing event. And you flew out to Santa Fe to do this. Yes. Like, from London. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was a lot of work. Like it was a very intense week. And those few days were like the two days we were doing the stream were like super intense because it's there's so many moving parts, like <laughs> to keeping all yeah. of, like you really get a good sense because a lot of these guys have run productions bigger than this before like uh -huh. the guys that we had in w would run like the capcom pro tour or like uh i forget the name of the really big fighting tournament but there was one of them that was actually on tv and whatnot and they've done that before so they're they're kind of used to these moving parts but like for me it was like the biggest shit we'd done was like i don't know pax east or like uh e3 or whatever and so it was like yeah this is a much bigger scale that we're attempting but at the same time, I had we had no concept of who was going to watch this because this wasn't the world we moved in. Like we yeah. know video games, but it's like none of us really knew this classic 
game scene. Like, or is there if even there's a scene? even an audience for this on exactly. Twitch, should there be? Can you build an audience? Can Twitch eventually replace TV? What yeah. is no idea? Uh, is it worth it putting in the money and the time to do this? That, like that in the is, long run, that is the big thing that we had because we were like. We could start this, and even though we've gone through this much effort, and even though we're going to be on the front page of Twitch and all this stuff, is anyone even going to watch it? Like, we don't like. Is anyone even going to care? So, did you have any sponsors or anything? Not really. Uh, huh. Twitch, obviously, they didn't like. Again, I don't know if I can talk about. They put you on the front page. They put us on the front is, page, which yeah. is a big deal. And other than that, it was Meow Wolf and XSplit, like. Those are the people that are putting money. Like there was uh, uh, Bandai Namco had sort of gone, yes, it's fine for you to do this because they own Galaga. But that was about uh, it. They they didn't really do too much other than that. But um, no, yeah, no sponsors, nothing. Like, you know, we tried, obviously. Uh, interesting. But, oh, dude, what, it's, um, it's, 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 it. Uh, one thing that's nice for this, I mean, that maybe loops into you doing talks and whatnot. Uh-huh is it's like it's doable i mean don't get me wrong we definitely had content that i feel that we were like i think people will watch this like when we were getting into the world record finals because yeah. it, this was a again the guys that were here they were gonna win the like top prize was 10 grand like you were winning money which one of the nice things that you saw or i saw in the chat was turns out there is a community of people that were here to watch this and were super into it and they were like constantly talking about how happy they were with how good it looked and like because apparently a lot of these things are done if they're streamed at all are just a dude like it would be like just me with a webcam and like that's it whereas this looks as nice as a tournament twitch is yeah wait so did you uh did you interact with the chat at all I did a little because I was logged in as Meow Wolf and a few of our production guys. We were also there as like moderators in order to sort of keep an eye on things. So we did a little. So I, when I wasn't hosting, I was kind of watching what was happening. Okay. So I did that see that. They weren't like interacting. It was more like you were moderating their chat, but they weren't like voting. Or, no, or we didn't do anything. Any we didn't have any of the hosts seeing the chat or anything like that, because Got honestly, it. that's just a distraction, like for yep. that kind of a thing. So we didn't bother with that. We did. We okay. would like occasionally if a big, a good question came up, the producers would take that and show it on the screen that you could see sitting on the sofas. But that was about it okay last question so i used to work in theater long long ago you just did a major production right Uh like it's consumed you for like a couple days yeah now now you're sick or have you got the (laughs) like no this is normal actually this is super normal or do you feel like kind of weirdly like glum um no actually i know what you mean i know exactly what you mean and i have had that after some shows where like you have you got, like, these the, kind the of highs. three or four days of like yeah yeah there were there were definitely a couple of moments where actually just the end of both days that where there were moments that went so well that like you're stood there and you're like yeah we did it at the end of the first day uh there was the a moment where we because we had amateur championships on the very first the first day of the stream and then they'd uh meow wolf had sorted this thing where a guy was gonna come out the the head of the company 
was going to come out in this sort of Power Rangers looking costume with lights on it and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was a character that was referred to as Gallagher Lubeck. He was going to come out and they'd been running these little promo videos that had like George R.R. R. Martin in them and stuff talking about the legend of Gallagher Lubeck and like man this 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 space creature is so like amazing at Gallagher and shit and so it comes to the moment where this is going to happen in like half an hour and through various things the people that kind of knew what they were meant to be doing weren't around not through anyone being shit or anything but stuff comes up and then it's people and then turning to me and saying like oh what are we doing for this bit and i'm like huh <laughs> okay i guess we're figuring that out now so between me there's the production staff that had a that are filming a documentary at the same time for meow wolf about this whole event they had a vague idea of what was going to happen and we then had to tie that into what the sort of sh- showy side of it was going to be so between the people recording the documentary of what you're doing knew what you were gonna do but you didn't no it was great so we're That's amazing <laughs> yeah we're discussing that with them <laughs> and then it's myself uh john carnage uh formerly of twitch and don fubar who also is a guy who's worked with twitch before the, who, the, we're the free hosts so we get together it turns out we're all big wrestling fans and this whole uh, this whole bit i remember it being planned it was like it's kind of a bit wrestling like this guy comes out and challenges him so we're like, right, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And it's like, okay, so I'm on the stage giving out the checks and like we give out two medals and the guy that's won the amateur tournament has also won money. So I'm like, oh, here's the check and like, giving that out. And then, like, then you can be like Paul Heyman, who is a wrestling manager. And be like this like, from the crowd. Like, no, 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 this is all bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. This is the guy. He's the best in the world. His name is Gallagher Lubeck. And they've put a fake uh, arcade cabinet like at the back just hidden a little bit and no one knew this was going to happen except us like the guys that were uh the winners didn't know this was going to happen smoke yeah. starts coming out of this cabinet and it ex- like it explodes and out comes gallagher lubeck <laughs> and his he's got a little voice box thing in there that's up that is linked up to the speakers that i didn't know was going to be linked up to the speakers but it made it work even better and he comes out and he says uh <laughs> I challenge you basically uh, to a match tomorrow. If you win tomorrow, you get a lifetime uh, pass to Meow Wolf and all future Meow Wolf buildings. Like it's worth ten grand. This thing. So if you beat uh-huh. me, you get that. What do you say? And th- I put the mic next to the amateur championship, and he just goes, "It's on!" And it, which was <laughs> fucking amazing, and the crowd goes nuts. And oh that's so good then Gallagher Lubeck <laughs> just starts dancing <laughs> like he's like dancing around everyone's cheering cheering Gallagher Lubeck and then we start a chant for the amateur championship guy it goes a silent like it starts to die down a little bit and Gallagher Lubeck just goes who wants a selfie and everyone goes crazy and like taking pictures with him and stuff and that went great like we finished it and we were like that, that went really well like <laughs> so that was that moment where I was like that was great and it ended on such a high and we did really well same with like the finals when we had like the big presentation and stuff i was just watching yeah. that but it was a similar like it's over we did it but um yeah it, th- there wasn't so i haven't so much now got the the sads but i know what you mean like you definitely do get that after big events you get and that, stuff. or like just 
I don't, you always get sick. There's something where oh, yeah. in the, in the moment, I, I think you're, what actually happens is you probably get sick in the moment, but some combination of like adrenaline and needing to get the shit done. Yeah. Like defers it. the sickness until the instant the event ends. And Literally. Then for some reason. The next, like yeah. that morning that I was going to have to travel, <laughs> I woke up and I was like, oh good, I've got a cold now. <laughs> of course yes. I fucking do. Oh my god, Every it never fails. For some reason, after, like, at the end of a show, everybody that's involved in the show just gets sick. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think it's, I don't mean it's even worse for you, because, like, you had the travel and stuff, yeah. so you've got, like, new germs. It sucked. But uh, it, it was, uh, yeah, that's definitely happened to me at the last few conventions as well. However much I am, like, so strict with using hand sanitizer and shit, like, I will even shake someone's hand and then right in front of them put hand sanitizer in my hand and just use it. No shame. Oh, dude. I'm just All like, right, fuck you. This- I don't care. We shouldn't have shook hands anyway. Like, <laughs> Dude, real real talk. This actually happened at GDC this year. I was uh, at the Indie Mega Booth, and I went to shake someone's hand. And I was like, oh, wait, hold on. And I looked down, and I had just apparently spontaneously started bleeding. What? From, <laughs> like, I guess uh, one of the calluses. Yeah, one of my calluses had, like, popped, and I was just exploded. bleeding a little bit. Oh, and, uh, it didn't glad. explode. I wasn't exploding. I was just Let like, oh, there's blood there, on my face. <laughs> I was, I just stopped. Like, he reached out. Like, we had this weird moment where I was reaching out to shake his hand and I just recoiled. And I was like, you don't want to shake my hand. I'm bleeding, and it was dude. just really, uh, and I didn't know what to say. And I just had to be honest. It was like, I've, I've started spontaneously bleeding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my body does not want to touch you so bad. That it's just, <laughs> bleeding. Like, I don't. Uh, and then it's then it's weird because it's like you were gonna shake hands, but now you didn't. So now, like, how do you greet? Like, what do you do? <laughs> elbows. I don't know. A lot of people do elbows at conventions. I did that. that. I know. Be, that's see. Feels weird. If you're like, you gotta be deep nerd. Like, I actually said that. I was like, here, let's touch elbows, and I did that. And he clearly had never heard of this. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, what? Like, I had just, I just weirded him out on like four different levels. Yeah, you were bleeding There's everywhere no out of nowhere. Yeah, and you're like, let's elbow bump, and he's like, what? Are we five? What the fuck, fuck is this? Never Why are you bleeding? Heard of- this isn't a thing. Also, what the fuck would the... Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a great situation to be in. That's... It's a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. probably a good story for that person as well. Like, she, she was just bleeding from her hand and... No, I think it was just kind of, like, awkward and then it was over. Yeah, like, that's good. And then good. we just went on. You just both... Such as... Carried on. Yeah. Well, it looks like we both had great weeks. Or yeah. We both had great events, and now we're about to have packs, so hopefully I'll have new weird blood stories. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, Gwen. I hope you're just like, sorry, I would shake your hand, but I'm bleeding from my eyes. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, God. See, my packs is just going to be, like, I don't have to show anything. That's this good. Is, I don't have any business to do. All I got to do is, like, yeah. See people. going to be on panels. Oh, Those you're going to be best. on some panels? Yeah, I'm doing two panels. Ooh. I love panels. You do nothing to prepare for panels. Oh, no, it's you just great. show up. Yeah, it's good. That's the exchange. You're like, you're not paying me, but also I don't really have to put in any other work except this, so it's fine. This, like, I just turn up and go, easy. ask me questions. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds so, like a good time, Gwen. Yeah, man. Next week, we'll talk about that. Sounds good. We're back. We're back on the horse. We're back. We're doing podcasting. Yet again. Chris and Gwen. Gwen and Chris. Killing That's it. That's right. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Slight, and you've been in the dialogue box.